0: Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. And what a week this already is. Not so much on a football note, but in other news, we can go with the closing of the big Ten tournament two years in a row, and the Michigan Wolverines take home the Big Ten tournament trophy in quite the fashion wow because uh they went from playing Michigan State uh, rival Michigan State ranked what weren't they number two nationally yeah I, b- I believe, and uh, they took down Michigan State uh winning by double digits and then taking on the other juggernaut, I guess you would say of the big 10 with Purdue and the championship game and making that look relatively easy as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it is quite amazing. I mean, what did they win? Like six or seven games in a row? I mean, and then obviously beating Iowa and then Nebraska and then beating up the lofted, uh, big, 10 champions for the season, Michigan state, which is always tough to do. And a uh, good coach and, you know, it, it, and for Michigan to do that and then go, uh, what, what, what did they have a break? Like maybe a day and that the next day they had to play and they had to play Purdue, which is another formidable team and having a great year. So yeah, congratulations to the Michigan basketball team. I mean, just back to back big 10 tournament champions is pretty something special. I have to say,
0: yeah, no, they did a heck of a job. Those were two very intense games.
1: Yeah. I mean, he line just doing such a great job, you know, he does well, you know, in the beginning, it's always like a little bit rough where you get, you know, the, the team's gelling and trying to find themselves. And then they just, you know, they're peaking at the right time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, a lot of fun to watch and they are gelling at the right time of the year and a lot going for them. We're not a basketball podcast, but I mean you can't you can't acknowledge or you can't go without acknowledging the great stuff that the basketball team has done, what Beeline's done, um, right. and just exciting basketball and great job beating Michigan State and Purdue, getting that trophy. And then having a little time off here before the uh, tournament winds up starting. I mean, Selection Sunday is coming up here, so it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. I'm sure we'll talk about it over the next couple of weeks, but we won't. I mean, it's not like we're going to forget about football. So,
1: no, never. I mean, we're all football, but this is quite an accomplishment. I mean, to say a team—I don't believe—I don't believe Michigan was ranked at the time, and then to come back and really show that they're going to be a tough team to beat um hopefully you know quotes in the air that they beat uh who they need to to you know i think they're they could be an elite 18 i mean that's how good they're playing but you know they're one of those teams where you know when everybody's clicking pretty good they're really 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 tough to beat so yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah it's pretty amazing it really is
0: yeah well it comes to um it's an interesting topic and in discussion then because uh you you brought up some information, uh, Craig, that you thought would be a good discussion topic.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, this is one of those questions I saw kicked around on Twitter and the social media and which is always you know, I you know skimmed through them, and I think you know which is a kind of a dumb question. What's a good question? And I think you know what people are bantering around about that uh, the Michigan fans that you and I obviously have good. I think we got a pretty good good touch of the Michigan fan base, the back and forth, and the talking. On the question would be, you know, with Beeline having such success at Michigan with this basketball team, and then you know from the beginning and then peaking at the end, does this, you know, throw a little bit of a little pressure on Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan football program and how they haven't won the big 10 championship quite a, uh, quite a while. And, you know, and them, him being one and two, I believe against uh, Michigan state and then not even beating Ohio state. And I know both the programs are different because you play people twice and things like that. I get that, but, you know that would be a question that you and i can talk about is does this put pressure on jim Harbaugh to win i mean does it put a lot of pressure on him Um, i'm not gonna say it's his job it's gonna put pressure on his job but does it put pressure on him to win and win this year
0: um i'll let you start the conversation
1: well you know and i you know i'm gonna kind of i'll kind of piggyback that off of what um, Jordan Lewis said, you know, I, he, he mentioned something about, you know, Michigan and talking about, you know, Michigan, finally something, you know, I want to say, he said, Dam- damn, that gotta be hype winning something in college, which maybe sh- saying a little bit undertone saying, well, at least Michigan's doing something at winning <laughs> and maybe sh- showing, that Michigan football program hasn't, you know, even though their, their football team is good. But, you know, I, I'll say this. I'll say I don't believe Jim Harbaugh is any way, shape, or form going to be pressured about his job and whether he has the job at Michigan. That's a, just nonsense, and it won't happen. Um, but I will say from the fan base, we'll raise a lot of heat if, Mich- if Jim Harbaugh does not win against at least Michigan State. Um, yes, that's true. I mean, we we have to beat them. <laughs> now, Ohio State, yeah, that's going to be really, really nice. They're going to be tough, but does, but you're going to have you're going to have to beat your rival. And, and trust me, if Jim Harbaugh does not win, and this team doesn't win against Michigan State this year, this question will come up. This will come back uh, back around, and they'll say, "Hey, you know what?" michigan basketball beat them why can't why can't you and i think michigan's also got less talent in fact i've heard people say neiline's kind of like the mark d'antonio of of college football where he gets less talent but yet knows how to get them to play well uh, up to playing and developing them very very well and to me that's where i see it kind of going just based on what i see out there with the fan base so
0: Uh, Yeah, I I can see that. I I can see that uh, kind of idea where Beeline has definitely accomplished more with not as high of rated players. But, I mean, uh, what there's like, forgive me, I don't know the exact number, 14 guys compared to a roster of how many? Yeah, about 50. So, um, that... I don't know. That's a little bit easier to manage. You don't have to deal with an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. And if something's off with one of them, that affects half of your team. You're in there dealing with all 12 to 14 guys personally on a daily basis. Uh, So it's a little bit easier to manage. Uh, I think that will this do anything with Harbaugh? Absolutely not. Will the fan base do something with it? Absolutely but will will right. anything happen or affect Harbaugh and the football program from this? No, I don't think so. Not not even that tweet, because um, right. it's uh, I got in a conversation with some other people before, and honestly, I think this conversation is other than from saying just the general idea of gosh, you know, it's awesome to be able to do this in basketball. I hope we can do it in football, mm-hmm. taking it above or beyond anything like that in my opinion is nonsense because they're two completely different things, not just saying the sports alone, but so many different things.
1: A lot of moving parts with football. Like you said, a lot of coordinators, a lot of people, you know, you have to juggle, you know, and being a head coach of a football team, I'm sure has a, you know, like you said, there's a lot of things that you need, you know, on both sides of the field. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think you're right. Is the fan base that, i will say less patient on it <laughs> and and you're right it's uh two programs are not very comparable just based on the fact that there's so many you know you don't have to worry about too many players you have to worry about who you got on the basketball team and then uh obviously five that are out there and and the rest you know you we to worry about 11 and so yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on with football so
0: yeah, well, but. even even beyond that, I mean, on that on that scale of things like Harbaugh being a quarterback-minded person might be watching the quarterback most of the time, but then that means he's not going to see uh, – he can't watch the quarterback, the linemen, the running back, and the receivers, and the tight ends all at one time. When you're watching basketball and comparing everything that's happening, you can see all five guys pretty much at one time. Right. But that's that's – minor minor like that's a footnote to everything because this is the biggest thing i will go to and this was the conversation that i had before is just like you have um and and, uh i know everybody's gonna be different so some people are gonna be able to answer this and everything um both uh big 10 football and big 10 basketball are doing pretty good right now overall but um you can uh talk about jim harbaugh james franklin mark d'antonio and urban meyer for football right go over to basketball talk about john beeline talk about tom Izzo. name me the head coach of either ohio state penn state or purdue right right exactly. you know why you can't name those coaches is because they're not as good of coaches as franklin and urban meyer Right, they're not. They're not. I mean, they're they're still good, and they're doing good things. Like Ohio State had a decent year. Ohio State had a, uh, good uh, stuff going on with their program years ago, um, with the same coach. They had uh, Purdue Purdue's having good some good stuff. Even Penn State's having some good stuff with their mm-hmm. basketball program this year. But you don't know those coaches' names. I would say probably like ninety percent of Michigan fans don't know the name of those head coaches because they're not as good. As the ones that you have in football. You have Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State football playing at a whole different level. Yeah. In football. Yeah. And, yes, granted, um, Michigan State basketball is really good. And, yeah, in conference, Purdue still is a different part of the uh, the divisions and everything. But that that's kind of besides the point. Uh, Ohio State, good, yeah, but. You know, nothing too crazy impressive. But I gathered these numbers before when I was – or this information before when I was having this conversation because to, uh, Ohio State, since Urban Meyer has been there, which was, what, 2014, 13? 2000, right. 2013. They've been to the college football playoffs twice since right. 2013. Yeah. Michigan yeah. State has been there once. <laughs> and so if you look at – um The basketball programs, Michigan State since 2012, I'm just using this as kind of like in comparison because this is the postseason everything for them. They've been to one Final Four since 2012. Right. Uh, Essentially, you could compare that to the playoffs kind of. Of course, it's a tournament, so it's different. If you want to include the Elite Eight, they got to one of those two. So out of three, or I'm sorry, out of five postseasons, they've had two times that they've made it to the Elite Eight uh or better. Uh Ohio State for that same time period has only made it to the Elite 8 once, never made it to a final four, never made it to a championship game. Some years they didn't even make it into the uh tournament let alone the NIT.
1: Well, and you also yeah, you think about this too is, you know, when you think Michigan we well, you know, put that name out there michigan what do you think about what's the first thing that comes to your mind is football that's where they put their money in and that's where all that (laughs) their money goes into michigan football and that's why the fans out there are getting a little bit you know pissed off maybe because the very fact is that's where all the money goes into and then you get a you know smaller budget not as big as michigan's the football program going into basketball and having more success but uh, you know beeline has had his moments of ups and downs uh it was that year i think it was back in like 2007 or 2008 he only won like 10 games i think it was like 10 and 22 i mean it was a while ago but <laughs> that was a really bad year um so you know he's had his ups and downs but um yeah and I think that's the problem I think with the Michigan fan base with the, the comparing of the two is you've got one, you've got a high-profile coach that makes probably what top five top four in the country and uh, millions of dollars being paid uh, and not having much success. you get Beeline, who probably doesn't make near as much as that, or you know you say who are the top 10 coaches in the country in basketball would Beeline be one of those guys? Probably not. He wouldn't even be in the top 10 but yet he's coaching like it. (laughs) And Izzo is probably, if you said Izzo, most people would put him in the top three or four. And he's getting paid like it, and yet he's not having much success against him. So I think that's where the fan base is moving towards, and I think that's why the hostility in it is getting Jim Harbaugh gets paid a lot of money to win, to come here and win. He's not getting it done. Uh, football program gets most of the budget the money that's uh drawing crowds in there and here's the line slowly recruiting these four-star guys maybe three four-star guys who come here and he's getting most out of them and i think that's why you're seeing this kind of this clash between uh two programs which i don't think is really a fair comparison at times i don't but i also see why you know you, the, the comparisons there because you see the success they're having i mean it will it dive down of course it will i mean football will come and we'll start getting on that but uh, uh it is going to be an interesting year i'll say that
0: <laughs> yeah well then even so um if people really want to compare the stuff too and everything i mean beeline came in 2017 or 2007 so he's been here for more than 10 years now
1: yeah Terrible success in his first year.
0: Trust yeah, me. yeah. He came in. He came in, and he he split with Michigan State the first year uh, yeah. in 2007. But then after that, the next time he beat Michigan State was 2011. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't find the information because um, we brought this. Uh, this was brought up right before we started recording, so I wasn't able to dig up a lot of information. I couldn't find the information with uh, the Michigan playing Ohio State. For mm-hmm. basketball, but I mean that's that's a long drought. Oh yeah, uh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, three years of not beating Michigan State at all. Some of those years being both, uh, you play them more than once a year, right? So you're wanting if you want to compare it, then fine, go back to the beginning and see that there was a slow start for Beeline. Oh well, then Beeline is not you know a coach like Harbaugh is, like you were saying. well yeah that's right but you also know that they're pouring more into the football program because that's where the money comes from i mean if you want to go ahead and cover everything from the football program then go ahead and just watch the whole entire athletic department die
1: (laughs) Right, right and then you get michigan state where they're pouring all their money into probably mostly a lot of it into the basketball program even though you know it's starting to even itself out with the football program too but um, yeah, and that's where I'd say it's a lot of it's coming from is, you know, you get the Chrysler isn't similar to the Breslin and <laughs> in terms of the way it looks and the nice the look inside of it and everything isn't as near as nice as those two. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's interesting comparison, but it's also one of those things where, um, beeline's a great coach i mean he's doing a really good job but yeah he's had if you look at his record it's been really ebb and flow whereas he's done a couple years he does really well and then one year he he doesn't and so yeah you look at his record i mean like you said his first year 10 and 22 and then he went 21 for 14 and then 2009 2010 he's back to 15 and 17 i mean he doesn't even break 500 so yeah, I mean, I remember that, remember the, what was I like, a uh, while ago when he went 16 for 16, uh, back in 2014 and 15, that everybody was asking for his head. <laughs> they are like, get rid of him, you know, we want to get rid of the coach, because he had a bad year, and I'm like, wow, you know, it, it, you know, when you start looking at other programs as success, you know, you really, I think that's, you're kind of looking over in the, the other person's fence. <laughs> in the backyard saying, I wish I had that. And and that's kind of what Michigan fans are doing instead of just appreciating what we got.
0: Yeah. Well, then, uh, then here to mention as well, Beeline has had three stints of beating Michigan State of uh, three games in a row. Yeah. And... It's impressive. But then in the middle of all of that, Two, uh, like you were talking about, between 2014 2017, there were five games that Michigan lost Michigan State in a row. Yeah. So I mean, uh, equal that out. That's probably uh, you could say two, maybe three uh, seasons. Equiv uh, the equivalent in football, at least two, if not three seasons. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah. You know, it happens. Your comparison is bad, and honestly, that's that's. I think that is a really dumb comparison. It, um, let me see. Hold on. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Oh yeah, uh, here you go. Uh, here's here's another thing that I had with a uh, conversation when I was talking before, uh, comparing. Football and basketball, you want to talk about this? Um, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State, the Big Ten basketball titles from 2013 to th- 2017, I believe that's – shoot, is that tournament? Or is that um, – oh, crap. I think it's regular season. Okay. Um, between 2013 and 2017, uh, Big Ten basketball titles, zero. Zero. Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, Big Ten football titles between two thousand thirteen and two thousand seventeen? Five. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to compare those two? You want to compare a coach playing against three programs that didn't win any of those titles in that time frame in that recent history to go ahead and compare um a football coach that has to go up against three programs that have won five yep. out of the past five seasons. They, they've won. It's been between Michigan state, Ohio state and Penn state.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, you're right. And that's the thing is out of all those programs, Michigan state's probably the only one out of that big 10 that you're looking at that they sink a lot of their money into the basketball program. It's not Ohio state. It's not Penn state. (laughs) It's not any of those teams, um, that you're looking at. Um, Indiana might be the, the other team that you, um, that they sink money into their basketball program, a lot of money into that more than they do the football program. But uh, it is quite interesting to see what's happening and why Beeline has such success over Izzo recently. Um, you know, it, it is fascinating because you had miles bridges bridges come back for this particular purpose and then he loses. So, um, I don't know, and maybe you know, you can also look at was there a lot of distraction throughout this year for Michigan State uh, basketball program? I don't know. Um, obviously, Izzo having a lot of interviews looked a lot of looked frazzled, looked like he was very defensive on a lot of things, so that might be in his head. But I don't know, and you know, Beeline's just just very calm, cool, collected guy. I mean, he really is, and he just has his team believing, and it's really cool to watch. I'm just really. Excited to see this basketball team. I really am.
0: Yeah, no, uh, the tournament will be exciting for sure. The one thing that I will say. Um, that is. Uh, that I guess I would say when talking about the two is. I would love to see. Uh, yeah, you would love to see the wins like they're having and everything. But also I would love to see the. Attitude. And the intensity that you see with the basketball team in the football team. Now, hold on. Mm -hmm. You see it in the defense, no doubt. The Michigan defense is ferocious. But I cannot remember really the last time that you saw anything like that for the offense. Maybe it was the first year that Harbaugh came in in Mm -hmm. 2015 uh, with Rudoc and Jake Butt and Darbo and Chesson maybe and smith maybe but that's like i mean that's not a definite answer so it would that's what those are the kind of kinds yeah. of things that michigan needs for offense as a team as a whole
1: no it's great i mean i'm glad you brought that up talking about the offense you know you've got it's obviously football's more physical you know in in different in different areas and ways but um but, yeah, you're right. the offense seemed to be didn't have that um we're gonna win we're gonna put we're gonna win this outright like the Michigan basketball team did you know the offense didn't look like that even when they're down they're winning by four points um and in and against the South Carolina but uh you're right they just they didn't have that fire that under their belly that um that uh, we're gonna crush you now, or uh, they didn't strike fire in, or it didn't make it really any defenses scared you know, this whole year. Or so, and that's where Michigan needs to get back to is be Michigan football needs to get back to that. You know what? Uh, every team should worry about us scoring, and I don't believe any team this whole entire year was scared about of Michigan's offense. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that comparison, if everybody wants to make that, I think is, like I said, just really weak, really dumb. You you can't make that comparison, really, uh, when you break it down
1: programs yeah you're right they're just two different they're two totally different run by the way like you said you got five guys running up and down the field playing defense and offense and substitutions here and there but i mean there's so many moving parts when it comes to football with defense and offense that's why you need so many coordinators
0: um yep no so i I understand fans' reactions from wanting to see in football and, like you were saying, with how much money is going towards uh, Harbaugh as a coach. But, I mean, we, we touched on that and everything. But if you really want to compare the two and be like, how come this is happening and this isn't, that's just, like I said, nonsense. So um, anything else with that before uh, we move on? Nope. Or?
1: No, I think we covered
0: that. Okay. Um well, we have two other things to kind of discuss uh, football-related. I don't know which one to go with. Uh, all right, let's go with, um, as most have probably heard, uh, there was unfortunate news with Mo Hurst for the Combine where he actually did not participate because he they do uh, medical uh, – tests medical scans and things like that and he had an ekg and um which was part of the stand standard checkup and there were some issues that came up with his heart and so he was at the com, this was at the combine so yeah yep. and uh so he was there he was going to be ready to participate in everything but the with the results of the EKG, there were questions around his heart, uh, some kind of heart condition and things like that. And so he uh, was not able to participate. He is expected to and or already has. I'm not sure exactly when that may have happened, but he was going to do more testing in Ann Arbor. Um, but, yeah, un- unfortunate for him. There's nothing yet public about it on exactly what it is unless you've seen something more than I have, Craig.
1: No, it's just, um, you know, there's not, he still has to do a lot of more, more medical tests. So to figure out what exactly is going on, but, um, he had, uh, remove himself from the combine because of it, just so he can get a lot of things. I I believe he was supposed to answer some questions on Saturday. Um, uh, but that didn't happen um, I, I, I don't, we don't know if he's still going to do that or not, but um, he, he, you know, we're talking about one of the most, the top defensive linemen in, at Michigan, interior linemen, actually. And he was probably going to be a first round pick. <laughs> That's how good he was. And he was so good with Michigan. Um, and he was kind of like the cog or the uh, the lead man when it came to that defense and the, and the leader on that defense and to see this happen is really tough. I really hope for the best for him, but, uh, yeah, like you said, it was really one of those things that disrupted everything within his career, but we're praying that everything works out for him and that, uh, I know the Michigan fan base are praying that it's really nothing. I don't, I still think that, um, you know, he needs more tests, but I also think that he just needs, you know, to figure out, um, I, that he's going to be drafted still. I do. I still think he's going to be drafted where he's going to be drafted is probably not very clear, but like I said, this, this all comes from the, how many tests he gets. I mean, and what they find out.
0: Yeah. Well, um, Mike McCray talked about a little bit when he spoke, um, I believe it was at the combine and was just saying that he had talked to Mo Hurst and, um, was looking at from the standpoint of, you know, it's, a positive thing because um, either uh, it was uh, essentially kind of summing up some of what he said. Either One, two things is going to happen. Either they are going to discover that there's an issue and this essentially could save his life. Or they're going to be able to confirm that there is no issue. And he'll be able to hopefully, depending on the time schedule, uh, work with Michigan's Pro Day to still get out in front of people and still kind of show his Physical abilities which uh, Michigan's pro day is set for march twenty third so uh, he was looking at from that aspect of um, you know you either want to f- you you want to figure out what this is and either get it taken care of or know that 's something that you don't have to worry about so uh, time will tell uh, absolutely um, praying and hoping and praying that uh, it's nothing that's going to create complications for him further down the road. I'm not sure exactly timetable on things like that. No, Nobody said anything, and I'm no doctor, and I don't have a doctor friend that I can consult on how long something like that would take to learn, but we'll just kind of have to wait and hear the reports when they come out.
1: Yeah, and he's kind of a undersized lineman at, at, at that position, but, um, you know, that doesn't really mean... <laughs> very much anymore with nfl and the way he plays i mean you just have to get after that quarterback (laughs) so and he's one of the best i think at that position this year in college football but um, yeah we're just we're i mean we're lifting him up in prayers we're just praying that uh, this is something that uh, doesn't affect his career but i just think that you know he's a one of the best Uh, players for michigan and you know he's a great leader and we're just i think a whole michigan fan base fan base is just thinking about him
0: yeah absolutely so we'll see how that progresses um the last thing that we have here for uh football to touch on is and we've talked a lot about it over the past few weeks it keeps getting better yeah but kind of uh Closing the uh, door on or shutting yeah. the case and just uh, being being kind of done in the transition of something, information has come out uh, where Drevno is heading for football. And I didn't realize this until right before we were getting ready for this, but uh, there were the official reports that came out today. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 So uh, Drevno, who recently resigned from Michigan as the – Offensive coordinator and the uh, coach for the offensive line has officially been announced by USC football to come in as their running backs coach. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) I definitely did not see that coming.
1: Yeah. Well, it is interesting because, well, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised only because of the very fact is, Drevno has deep, deep seated roots at, at in California. So he's he, almost his career is in California. In fact, I believe he he graduated, he went to college in California. So um, but uh he uh, he you know he he coached offensive line at San Diego and then he he coached uh for Stanford and then he obviously the San Francisco 49ers with uh, Jim Harbaugh, and then obviously he went, and then I don't think a lot of people know that he coached the offensive line at USC before in 2014. So, and he was part of the run game coordinator. So he's going back to doing that, um, which is really interesting because I think USC I believe in in the pack is top two or three, I believe, uh, in the. Uh, Let me check my numbers here, but uh, I believe he's—they're really, really good at the run game. I think they're boasting somewhere on average a hundred and eighty average a game running, which is crazy sick. And yet you're bringing in Drevno, (laughs) so I'm a little bit like, okay, because I believe the other other running backs guy went on something else or something like that. But uh, I don't know. Let's see. Here it's saying Drevno reports will be yeah he'll be the running backs coach for clay helton so yeah clay helton for a universe you know for usc so yeah i i i, ho- I wish him the best but it is a weird move by people you know by us we i kind of took me back but um you know he he knows uh, San, uh california pretty well
0: yeah i didn't realize that he had so much uh so many ties with that so uh, i mean seems to make sense and I guess more power to him. I didn't realize uh, in his past, I didn't really look it up too much on his uh, involvement with running backs, so uh, he yeah. he might find success out there. We'll see. I mean, I probably won't keep up with it too much because hopefully we'll have plenty to do with Michigan football this year coming around, but, yep, that has been made official here today, so we will see
1: need A door closed sound, man. It's just like, can we close the door on Drevno? <laughs> like,
0: uh, we don't really have a door closed sound, but um, okay, there you go. Okay, locked, yeah, close, close, door's locked. Um, but then that means that sometime here in the next little while, I mean, it has been said that uh, Warnier is uh, the offensive line coach for Michigan,
1: yeah, that's official when he was, yeah, uh, assistant or wait, an analyst analyst yeah that so he
0: moved in but nothing has been made official on any other changes i mean of course everybody's just waiting for the announcement that uh is the offensive coordinator so that's probably going to be less surprising to people when that announcement happens
1: yeah i know warner changes uh tweet or his uh profile page on twitter to offensive line or offensive uh line so yeah makes sense so we saw that coming but yeah looks like all the pieces are falling into place like we were talking about earlier uh on our late earlier shows but uh it looks like jim harbaugh is really shaking up this offense which i think is a really really good thing and i think was needed very much badly
0: yeah yeah for sure so lots of things to see moving forward And I think that might be everything we have to cover here. Yep, You you good? I'm good, man. Okay. All right. Well, uh, again, congratulations to Michigan's men's basketball, big 10 tournament champions. Yeah. I hope they enjoy and have a good time with their little bit of time off here before the tournament starts as everybody will be watching that. And I hope, And we thank you guys for tuning in with us. We hope you guys had a great weekend and that uh, your week goes well here. Uh, And we'll finish all this off with Go Blue. Go Blue.